stingy or dusty Anything ragged or rotten or rusty Yes, I love trash If you really want to see something trashy, look at this Throw it in the trash Throw it in the trash Greetings, MMD. This is Jason with another Garbage Cast conversation. Uh, it is Wednesday night, January the 25th, 2017, about 7.30 p.m. Central Time as I record this. Uh, I have been struggling with an idea for our next Garbage Cast conversation. In fact, earlier today I recorded a segment of Up in This Brain where I admitted recording two Garbage Casts uh, conversation segments and trashing them both because they went out of control, the train derailed, the mental train was not on the track, something was just not right. And then earlier today, I saw a tweet. Uh, it was, I guess it was a tweet conversation between Alien CG, our friend Jason with an E, and Heavy D, uh, one of our mutual followers, about a particular band and that we needed to hear more music by that band. And that got me thinking about a song by that particular band. And the reason it got me thinking about the song is because how, it, how that song fits in the chronology, that's not a word, chronology, <laughs> we can, don't cut that out, chronology, should be a word, uh, it is now. The chronology of um, music that I uh, grew up with that I remember hearing on the radio and really liking. Now, I don't know, I, I guess the topic here is how far back... Now, you know, sometimes our brains fool ourselves, okay? We think that we remember certain things certain ways, but really you look at it and you go, how is that possible? How can somebody remember that far back in their minds? You know, how young, how far back can you remember? Now, I can remember going to see Star Wars in the theater. Um, I remember it being standing room only. Uh, my parents and I were in there. Uh, this was in 1977. Uh, I was extremely young at the time because I was born in 1973. Uh, but my parents verified this memory to me uh, as I've asked about it over the years. That yes, that is the theater, things I described about the theater. This was a valid memory but sometimes you wonder to yourself can i really remember things when i'm 3 and 4 years old is that you know if i guess if it was a big enough memory you you can remember it um so that's why tonight i started thinking about what songs can i remember from being very very young that i really remember saying please turn that up i want to hear that song more that's a song that i really love uh, in the past, my mother and I had these dis discussions about some of these songs that I'm about to play little bits for you, and and we're going to go uh, from the newest to the oldest. I, I want to play four, well, three snippets, and then the actual song that is the oldest song that I can remember that's a verified memory uh, from my mother being one of the earliest songs that I kept saying, you know, if it would come on the AM radio at the time in our old Ford Green Ugly Gran Torino, I believe it was a Gran Torino sedan. I remember it was like a deep, weird green, almost like appliances, like an old refrigerator would be. I would say turn up that, um, I think we listened to a station called WMAK on the AM side. It is long, long, long gone. 
and I would ask to hear these particular songs. And so I looked these songs up, and I'm going to play them for you from the newest to the oldest. And uh, it it does boggle the mind a little bit. And if I didn't have, you know, at one point a, a second witness to it, I wouldn't have believed it myself. A little backstory, though. Uh, when I was very little, the one of the very first things that I had in the crib, and it's still uh, somewhere at the house, a Raggedy Ann and Andy AM radio. And uh, they would come in, uh, and, you know, to uh, calm me, I guess, they would turn on the AM radio. And I grew up in a very musical a very musical house. So you know, my mother has hundreds of records, which are still at the house. Uh, going back to the 50s, I, I have her original uh, 78s of her Elvis uh, records that she bought in the record store in like 1956. They are in a drawer at the house. So that, that tells you, we were very musical. The music was very important. So one of the uh, one of the first songs in our special countdown here. So uh, let me tell you, the subject is, I guess... What's the oldest song you can remember that you really liked when it came out? Okay? Okay, so here's the first one for me. Um, This is a song that I just really, really remember. I loved everything about it. I loved especially the horns, the sounds. I, I I guess I was so young I really didn't get the concept of what exactly Stevie was talking about here. And I look it up, and Sir Duke came out March the 22nd, 1977. Music is a world within itself, with a language we all understand. With an equal opportunity for all to sing, dance, and clap their hands. Now there is a song, I still love it as much as I've always loved it, 40 years. 40 years of uh, listening to Sir Duke, listening to Stevie Wonder. Uh, you know, Stevie Wonder, timeless. Absolutely timeless. So, and, and that's a song, I, every time it would come on, turn it up, turn it up, turn it up. I've never gotten tired of Sir Duke by Stevie Wonder. Now, this next song, though, not in the same category. It's a song that brings back a lot of nostalgia. It reminds me of the, you know, being very small. <laughs> that sounded terrible. I'm very small. I'll admit that. No, I'm kidding. Well, <laughs> let's just go on from here. Yeah, there would be there'd be that awful porno music in the background on that if I was editing this. Um, this song, I, I heard it so many times, I finally got sick of it. But I can recall, and my mother always said this was a song I would demand to have turned up and would even sing along with. At a very early age, I knew all the words. Uh, it's called Don't Go Breaking My Heart, Elton John, Kiki D. This one was released June the 21st, 1976. 1976, 41 years this summer. Wow. So there you go. There is Elton John and Kiki D. And like I said, I it got played so much. I think it, it stayed a mainstay in adult contemporary all the way through the 80s. And I finally got to the point where I had to just start, you know, I had to limit my exposure. 
in order to not ruin myself. So there you go. There, there goes, uh, there goes Elton and Kiki. <laughs> Kiki, Kiki's had a lot of hits since, right? Um, this next one here is one that was one of my absolute favorite songs when I was very small, and every time I hear it, I think about the seventies. I think about uh, being. You know, growing up at our house, I it just it's very it just it takes me absolutely all the way back. Uh, it's a I think it's the song that got me into really liking Paul McCartney all the way through the '80s and you know up to today. I'm really loving Wings. There's a lot of good Wings songs, at least in my humble opinion. Uh, and this song, it just, I don't know what it is. They did a remake of this song. I think it's on the uh, Give My Regards to Broad Street soundtrack, which I have the album, the, uh, you know, the 33, the actual record of. And there is a more modern version of this song on that album. Uh, but I don't think anything beats the original Silly Love Songs. With silly love songs. I'd like to know Cause here I go talking the other night on smooth sailing and if you if you were there to record the pre-posted mid-show someone probably would have heard it i ended up slicing it out of the actual episode that's coming up but we had a little bit of a discussion about um i don't know um i'm (laughs) i'm listening i'm just listening to the lyrics about how people that are you know we're very close in age you know, a lot of my friends from, like, high school and stuff are more centered on 80s music, and yet I'm more centered on late 70s to early 80s music. That's where kind of my wheelhouse, kind of what I've always really enjoyed. Not to say that I don't like more modern music, but my, you know, I like you know, Super Tramp, Electric Light Orchestra. I like stuff that a lot of my friends did not really, you know, they might have gotten into later, but at the time... By the time we like hit high school, I was listening to what was considered older stuff. You know, I had a lot of uh, records from, you know, songs that had already reached their peak and had vanished, and this was one of them. I, you know, so it, it's kind of weird. I think it's just the fact that I was exposed to all of this stuff so early, and now that's just kind of where I'm. You know, that's my nostalgic, you know, place. Disco, 1975, 76, 77, all the way up through about 82, 83, well, even 84, 85. You know, my fall-off point starts to be about 86. Not to say that there's not music I like from 86, 87 and on, but, uh, you know, kind of after 86, I kind of like Your Love by Outfield. After that, everything kind of went down for me. <laughs> so... So there goes uh, there goes Wings. That was uh, April the first of nineteen seventy six. So the tweet that came out today said uh, from uh, and you have to blame. Please uh, publicly blame Alien CG and Heavy D for this. They said they wanted to hear more of this group right here. Um, this song reminds me. For some reason, it reminds me of the Bicentennial. Now you would think if you want to think about the Bicentennial nineteen seventy six, you would think about Afternoon Delight. Uh, you, you know, and some of these songs that we just played, Silly Love Songs is from 1976, uh, and so is Don't Go Breaking My Heart. 
Uh, this song is a little bit older than that. Um, it was released in April of 1975. Uh, I'm sure they played it up through 76, so I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I can remember, you know, uh, you know, trying to sit there on the potty in 1975 and jamming out to this song. Uh, but this song uh, was the record of the year uh, presented at the Grammy Awards in February of 1976. So let's at least say, you know, it's the... F- furthest back one that I can recall because it goes back to February of 76. Now there's dogs barking. My apologies for that. (sighs) Throw it in the garbage, right? Throw it in the garbage. Um, But here it is. I'm not going to announce who it is because you're going to hear the song anyway. It's a song I've always liked. I think it's just because it has a special place in my mind. I think maybe, you know, it reminds me of uh, Eaton Glue and uh, and Drawn with Crayons. (laughs) And pipe cleaners. Maybe this reminds me of pipe cleaners. I'm not sure. Uh, So please enjoy it. Uh, Like I said, it's from 1975. It goes back furthest for me. The earliest song I can remember saying, Turn it up, man. Freedom Rock. Well, maybe it's not Freedom Rock. I hope you enjoy. MMD, I hope this is what you're shooting for with these. Another another, um, Garbage Cast conversation is in the can.
MMD here for my addition to this episode of the Garbage Cast. I'm sorry. Back in the studio. That way I can play some audio. Thank you up in this brain for this topic. Let's talk about the first music that I was ever aware of or requested or had any particular preference to. Um, And let me apologize in advance again because my musical taste as a child was really, really bad. Um, The first songs that I ever even was made aware of as as having some affinity to. Um, you've actually already discussed it on uh, Smooth Sailing. And that was, the first one was Was Not Was Walk the Dinosaur. When I was about eight, um, Was Not Was Walk the Dinosaur, let me get that going, was definitely... <laughs> A number one jam of mine. I don't know why. I don't know. I guess I was really big into uh, that show Dinosaurs. Because I know I, I remember watching that a lot. And I remember liking the show quite a bit. I remember I had like the toys, it was like these McDonald's push button error and they moved around. It was like the dad had a lunch pail and it moved up and down. I don't know why, but I, I know I love this show and it was really weird because it was way above my level of understanding. Um, because eventually the show ended in, in their extinction. All right, let's let's kill the was not was. <sighs> okay, so yeah, was not was walk the dinosaur was a number one jam of mine. I I know I, I definitely demanded to hear that song all the time every time it was on the radio. I'm sorry, I can't, I can't tell you why, it just, just is. Um, the next one, also really bad. Um, apparently, the first concert I ever wanted to go to was from this artist playing all of his number one hits. Yeah, that's Rod Stewart, that grave digging son of a bitch. Again, I have no idea why Broken Arrow and why I requested to see a Rod Stewart concert, but I've been told from various sources that it was a number one dream of mine to go see Rod Stewart in concert when he came to Toronto. So I, that's apparently the first concert I ever went to. And then subsequently, I never went to any other concerts. You know. 
for for posterity's sake. You don't want to break that seal again. Uh, I guess it could be worse. I could have wanted to go see the Spin Doctors in concert. Mind you, for some reason, everyone else around me had better musical taste. Um, my dad, for example, he was a cool dad when it came to music. He, he actually, the, the album I remember him buying or have bought for him was... so much to build up. takes a minute and 22 seconds for the beginning of this video to get to the hook of the song. Entirely way too long. Yes, that's right. Jump around. Um, until he really liked that song until he realized that it had swearing in it. My dad loves aggressive drums in guitar music, so anything of the era. And he's a very, very pop-savvy and when it comes to his musical tastes, it's pretty into. So I remember him having the House of Pain album, and we bought him the Bob Marley and the Wailers box set. And then there was like, he went through a Metallica phase, he really liked metal. So I remember my dad just blaring like, yeah, like metal music out of our. X construction Ford F-150 from 1990 and was double tanked. Uh, and the first album I bought was I was tricked into buying Guns N' Roses' Use Your Illusion 1 and 2 on cassette tape. But then after that I bought The Men Without Hats' Greatest Hits but, you know, The Men Without Hats are the greatest <sighs> Not safety dance. This song. Ah, fuck you, Ad. And it's in French. <laughs> Sorry about that. Technical difficulties. Yeah, I bought the Men Without Hats greatest hits, but I had no idea that the Men Without Hats 
have the safety dance or this song. So I have no idea why I bought this album, but I remember going to a used record store or CD store and buying this. But damn, this song was catchy. See how long this takes to get into the... Thirty-six seconds. Eat that, you motherfuckers. Now there's a snowman playing drums for some reason. But then it also had a bunch of like weird B-sides. It had like a, a like a twelve-minute version of Safety Dance that spelled out the word safety and then dance before getting into the music. So this is luckily a video, like a promotional vi version of the video. So it's quick. Uh, what else did it have? It had a song about China. And let's see. Antarctica. Antarctica, where are you now? Wait, hold on. When did that actually get to Antarctica? Oh, Seventeen seconds. You get to the title of the song in seventeen seconds. Again, that's how you do it, House of Pain. So at least my first album was cool. But you, you, what else did I buy? I bought, I bought Marcy's Playground, its first album, and Corner Shop, Brimful of Asha. All, all, pretty terrible, terrible music selections. Um. In a musical history, I, I carry on to this day. So this is why I never get into co conversations about music, because I just, I just like terrible things. I don't know why, it's just those are what appeal to me. So let us close the book on music discussions and never mention this again. It's been regretfully MMD here for another segment of the Garbage Cast. Thank you.
Je suis trop de 